Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Michelle Meow Show. Today is Sunday, so that means we will be hearing from BB Sweetbriar. Let's welcome It's Everything with BB Sweetbriar. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, BB Sweetbriar. And it's here where we promise to bring you everything every time for everybody. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And we enjoy this spot every week with you. So I hope that you also enjoy it. We are down to the nitty gritty. Here at December 13th, we are 12 days. Let me, let me repeat myself because I don't think you heard me. We're 12 days from Christmas Day, which is a Friday this year. Um, which gives people probably an extremely long weekend because a lot of times people have Christmas Eve off. So you have Christmas Eve, Friday, Christmas Day, and Saturday and Sunday. That's not too shabby. I think that's kind of a great deal. Now, if you're like me, you're probably going to be in the stores on Christmas Eve shopping. And, you know, I found something interesting because a lot of people think that Black Friday, which is the Friday after Thanksgiving, is one of the is the busiest. I think it's the busiest Christmas holiday shopping day or the shopping day of all the entire year. That is actually incorrect. Survey has found that the weekend before Christmas and the Christmas Eve are the busiest shopping days of the year. I'm just throwing it out there for y'all so you know that you think you got over the mask that was going on on Black Friday, wrong. So the next couple of weekends or this coming weekend and the uh, Thursday before Christmas um, will be the busy day. So if you're planning on shopping there, just be prepared. Just be prepared. Um, but today we have kind of a wonderful program. Well, it is a wonderful, not kind of, because I'm dedicating it to one of my all-time favorite vocalists out there who's been around you know, sometimes you don't realize how long people have been around until you actually get a chance to kind of sit down, check out their discography and everything that they've done. She's been around for 35 years. Now, part of that time, um, she spent as uh, one half of Two Ton of Fun, which were the backup singers for the one and only Queen of Disco, Sylvester, and then went on to create uh, with the other half of that group, the Weather Girls. So I don't think I have to tell you who it is after that a little intro, but I do have with me the legendary vocalist, Miss Martha Wash. Now, I spoke with Martha. Um, she was here this past Monday for a part of, or participating in the Richmond Airmit AIDS Foundation's, um, what is it called? Um, of the holiday, I just totally forgot. Um, help is on the way. There you go. Help is on the way for the holidays, um, which she has participated in many a times. But um, she was here for that event and performed along with uh, Supreme Mary Wilson, who was on the program last Sunday. So this is my opportunity to have spoken with um, with Miss Wash while she was here, and so this is a pre-recorded interview but nonetheless it still is fascinating um and 
what we're going to do here is not only give you a little bit of her life and career, but we're also going to give you some of her music to kind of remind you of how wonderful uh, Miss Martha Wash is. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a brief break. And when I come back, we're going to have the one and only Martha Wash. So I hope you are ready because it's a doozy. I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side as a unified team of the best fertility specialists guided by the highest ethical standards Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Michelle Meow Show. Today is Sunday, so that means we will be hearing from B.B. Sweetbriar. Let's welcome It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar. Well, hello and welcome back. Thank you for staying with us. If you just joined us, Um, This is It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show, and we're back. And today, on December 13th, we are dedicating our entire program to the life, career, and music of Martha Wash. As we speak to the Queen of Clubland, that's what she's called, about her um, her solo career that spans over 30 years. Now, before going into becoming a solo artist, Miss Marsh was a success as half of the two ton of fun uh, backup singers for Sylvester. And uh, they had then split away from Sylvester to create the Weather Girls. Um, And, you know, it, it, she's just a phenomenal voice, a voice that when you when you when anyone mentions Aretha Franklin, of course, you automat- automatically have a, a voice that you hear in your head. But the reverse is also true, because when you hear Aretha's voice, you automatically know it's Aretha Franklin. Well, the same is true with Martha Wash. As soon as you hear that voice, you go, oh, I know who that is, you know, and that is something that so many singers being one myself you know, kind of love to have that distinction amongst everyone else. You know, everybody would love to be the one that people want to sound like. You know, everybody at one point in time wanted to sound like Whitney Houston. Of course, no one had ever, ever achieved that. Uh, And I think Martha Wash is kind of in that category where she has such a distinct voice. And I have never heard anyone come quite 
close to how she sounds. So we're going to cover um, in part one of the interview, which will begin in a little bit. We're going to talk to her about her 30-year solo career, and we're going to listen to her latest uh, number one dance hit out of seven that she's had. Uh, the song is Freedom People and that she did with Tony Moran, which is also another legendary producer DJ out there. Um, as well as we're going to play her lone gospel song that she has made, which is kind of a, a house tune. Um, it's called uh, You Got to Lift Up. And um, she has a, a gospel background or a church background, as many African-American female singers do, but she's only created um, that one gospel song. Um, and it's music she tells us in the interview that she would like to do more of, maybe even a complete album of gospel music. Um, plus, she shares with us in part, in part one who her, her favorite singer is, or at least the one that she would like to duet with that she hasn't. So here is Martha Wash in our part one interview. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? Good, good. That's always always glad to hear that. It's a pleasure for me to have you on the other end. I've been a fan of yours for, of course, many years. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's really, it's kind of um, interesting because I think sometimes when you are accustomed to hearing music from um, some of your favorite artists, um, such as you are to me and to me, to many other people that we forget sometimes how long you have been giving us the privilege of hearing your voice. And, you know, as I was looking back, it's been, it's been almost, it's been three decades since you've been doing your solo career. Did you ever think you would be doing what you do for this length of time? Um, I never really tripped on it. I guess it's just the years keep going by and, you know, <laughs> here we are, 2015. Yeah, exactly. But you're still going so Yeah, but you're still going so strong. It's not as if, like, you know, you know, sometimes you can look over someone's career and you can definitely see the slowdown period, you know what I mean? Where you can definitely see where, where their, where their um, amount of material has definitely slowed down, but that hasn't been the, that hasn't been the case with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had my slow periods and things, but for the most part, I've still been able to work. So Mm -hmm. that's been, uh, that's been a, a, you know, a blessing that, continue to be able to work and everything it, the, the recording part of it just kind of slowed down there for some years but uh i'm back to that again so well, and that's all good yeah that is definitely all good we definitely love that yeah because you you just recently this year had i think it's your seventh number one solo number one um with tony moran and in, in the free people uh single which uh-huh. was, uh, was amazing It's up to you to make it true When you're staring in the mirror Bringing hate up on your face You should know your heart is gold And they can't take that away So be free, free, free Oh, 
you If you feel it in your soul It's up to you to make it true When you're staring in the mirror Bringing hate upon your face You should know your heart is gold And they can't take that away So be You have worked with, you know, many producers and had an opportunity to gain, you know, to have some success with a, a different amount of people that produce have produced with you. Um, has there has there anyone out there that you would have, you know, all has wanted to work with but haven't you haven't had the opportunity to do so? Mm-hmm. Producers, not necessarily artists. I'd not love to lord have mercy oh see my heart just skipped like about nine beats right there that would be <laughs> that would be um that would be amazing that would <laughs> that would be amazing that would even be amazing for you to play her in something i thought it would even be amazing i, I that'll that 
um, would just be, that would be nailing it to the, I don't know, what a dream that would be for many people to see you and hear you play Aretha, Rika Franklin. Now, I know that you started, like many of our, many um, women of color who are, are vocalists, a lot of women have started in the church and have a, a strong group uh-huh. in the church. Um, and, um, of course, you've gone on to 
record, you know, much. I think we call you the, the queen of club land um, out there. But, um, you know, I noticed you've only recorded a couple, you know, you've only co- recorded a couple of full length albums and, and they've been far in between, you know, the, the two of them. Um, have you ever thought, have you have you actually recorded or thought of recording a gospel album, maybe even more of an urban gospel music? Well, I I did a single some years ago mm-hmm. called "You Lit Me Up." It I was a that. kind of a gospel house. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but sure, I'd love to uh, do a gospel album. It, it would, since I'm an indie person, it, it would take some time to get it done. I mean, you know, right? Um, no, definitely, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to, sure. Yeah, I, I could definitely see you doing some kind of like those singles that you put out and just do a collection of that where, you know, people can, urban gospel music has, you know, come a long way from, you know, the, oh, the yeah. 90s. And, um, you know, that is a, a music base that people really do enjoy. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. Well, that was a lot of information, I hope, and it just probably peaks you up for us to continue, right? Well, we're going to come back with Martha Wash as soon as we take a break and you get a couple more messages to feed your soul. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Michelle Meow Show. Today is Sunday, so that means we will be hearing from B.B. Sweetbriar. Let's welcome It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar. Well, welcome back. Thank you again for staying with us. If you are just now joining us in the program, um, this is It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar, and we are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And I know you guys love Michelle. I just love her to death. And um, so hopefully we kind of keep up with the mustard, so to speak, um, with giving you... Um, some, you know, inquisitive, you know, some things that make you, inspire you to listen more and hopefully you walk away with some information and you, and you hear from some of your favorite people out there, which brings me to who we are speaking with. We are speaking with Martha Wash, who was just here in San Francisco this past Monday as a part of Help Us on the Way for the Holidays, which is a major benefit for the Richmond Airmit Aid Foundation. And um, she was here to, to perform, as she has done many, many times in the past. And so I had an opportunity to speak with her and um, get a lot of things out the way about her life and some things that are kind of interesting about um, some of the things. Like, you know, I had asked her, had she, did she have a plan B? Was there a plan B out there for her in case this music thing did not work out, and she shares um, that with us. We also talk about there was a period of time in the early 90s that uh, Martha was not getting the credit that she was due by singing on tracks done by groups, primarily Black Box and CC and The Music Factory. Those were songs, um, they had hit records, number one songs, that they had other females lip sync to in the videos, and they never 
put on there that the voice belonged to Martha Wash. So she sued RCA and Sony and, and settled out of court. Um, but what happened is it made a precedent that now record companies, regardless of whether or not the person's in the music video or even in the group, they have to give credit for everybody that's on that recording. And so some people who are out there now, there's a lot of people out there who provide only voices to even instrumental music or probably like jazz and stuff like that. And they kind of give you the little bit of the chorus or whatever in there. And it makes sure that everybody who's singing on there, rapping or whatever, gets their credit. So we, so you musicians out there, you owe that, if you did not know, to Martha Wash and her quest to get the credit she deserved. We're going to also listen to her um, uh, lead single from the album that she recently has um, out there. And, um, and it's called... I've Got You, I think that's the name of the song. But this song actually put her into a different genre of music because we're so used to hearing her do um, vocal house music and um, dance music. And this one kind of put her into the adult contemporary and and, and kind of um, stretched her a little bit and gave us a taste of all that Martha Wash can do. So we're going into part two of our exclusive interview with Martha Wash. Um, have you ever, did you ever have a plan B if this music career didn't take off the way it has for you? I had thought about being a teacher at one time, and that was many, many, that was when I was very young. And um, needless to say, I'm not a, a teacher. I'm not. <laughs> 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 I definitely changed my mind really quickly about that. I said, no, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because teachers are, teachers deserve uh, combat pay. They do, okay, you know? they do, they do. You're absolutely right. It's like one of those professions that, it's one of those professions where you have to have so much um, education behind you in which to do. You have to invest so much in order to become a teacher, in other words. And yet the compensation yeah. for what you do and bringing up our youth of tomorrow, which, you know, our, our adults of tomorrow, um, you, you get very little compensation for that. Even at a doctorate level, you know, there's professors out there who are teaching at university levels who are making less money than the people that they teach, you know, <laughs> at some point. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's really kind of weird out there. Exactly. Ow. Oh, 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 
Now, you've, you, 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 we've talked about some of the successes that you've definitely achieved over the years. You've gotten a couple of Grammy nominations. You've got your number ones, your number twos, all this music that you've put out there and have done well to the point where we we remember you for it. And, and we were blessed to have had that from you. But where would you rank your success in the challenge that you had against RCA and Sony back in the day about not giving you the credit or royalties from your vocal contributions on uh, some of the charted music that they um, were responsible for producing. Um, where do you rank that? Because that was a significant thing in music history to have happened, which um, many artists now are, are are reaping the benefits for you actually making that challenge. Where does that rank for you in the things that you've accomplished? Um, it's, it's up there. I won't say it's number one or even number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, it's it, it's been so long ago, and I would really have to give credit to my attorney, <laughs> uh, Stephen Brown, mm-hmm. because he he was he was the one who really argued the point mm-hmm. as far as uh, artists being credited if they are performing on a uh, a track or whatever, mm-hmm. whoever is being uh, singing or or doing the rap or whatever, if they're if they're doing the vocals and things like that, they need to be given credit mm-hmm. and not just, you know not just the artist who created or whatever or the producer but the person that's being featured that you hear you know that you listen to they need to be featured they need to be credited that's correct so I mean I'm I'm happy as far as that's concerned mm-hmm. you know because I think, I think it's only right oh yeah no definitely yeah definitely how how after that had actually happened at least I noticed that um your presence definitely became more so, you know, after um, all of that came to the forefront. And even though, and it's kind of weird because I think so many people who knew you and knew your voice, I knew we, I know I listened to it and was like, wait a minute, I know this voice. And that, I, I, that sounds oh, yeah. way too, you know, that we all kind of already knew that you were, you weren't getting the do you needed to do. But after that, it seemed like you really got an opportunity to, to do more as if, I don't know if it was like a way of the industry, so to speak, to say we're sorry or whatnot, but it did seem like there was a period kind of kind of right after that where there was just more Martha Wash for us to enjoy. Do you think anything about the decision or the settlement that happened out of that kind of helped push that a little bit for you? Well, I'd have to say uh, regarding that uh after that whole thing kind of died down, mm-hmm. uh, RCA was the one who came to me and, and said that we'd like to record, uh, we'd like to sign you. Uh-huh. Uh, they were um, a distributor for uh, Black Box in the U.S. So it was kind of like, well, okay, we've got Black Box over here, but you're the actual singer. Mm-hmm. So why don't we sign you? Right. right. And that's how, I got my my uh, chance with RCA Records and putting out the solo album mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, that I mean that kind of helped. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it was nothing that I was looking for, and they just approached me and said, "Well, it makes sense for us to sign you since you are the one that's being featured." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that well, we're, I'm, we're all kind of glad that happened. Now, with your last album, which you just put out a couple years ago, something good. Now, that's that that from a writer standpoint, that's a real significant piece of work for you because, I, if I'm not mistaken, everything on there you wrote. 
No, I did not write. Okay. Uh, I wrote, uh, co-wrote one of the, um, two of the songs. Um, uh, Jack Adams, who wrote most of the songs on there mm-hmm. and produced the album. He was the, he was the main writer for uh, Something Good. And uh, the first track that we did was uh, I've Got You. And we liked how well it turned out and the kind of the direction that it was going because it was totally different from the dance music that everybody knew me from. Mm-hmm. And I, it was something that I didn't necessarily want to continue to do because I can do the dance music standing on my head. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to do something different mm-hmm. and and allow other allow me to expand on my capabilities mm-hmm. and have the fans that know who I am kind of follow me along and also gather some new fans who might not know who I am but like that album mm-hmm. and so it, it was it was really really good it was well received and I'm still <laughs> in fact I'm still promoting it because I kind of put it aside for a while dealing with First Ladies of Disco mm-hmm. but uh, you know the music is still out there the music is still it, that I would have to say that album can be played at any time for any reason because the, the, all the songs are really, really good. I'm walking on ice, I'm drawing the lines, I'm reading the signs, oh, oh. I've taken the world one war at a time, the fall and the climb, oh, oh. I make my own luck, I shuffle the cards, the spades with the heart, oh, oh. I'm taking a side, not scared of the hide, I always turn
Well, I tell you, every time I hear more and more about Martha's life and the things that she has gone through in her music career, it definitely makes me want to know more. And we're going to come back with a little bit more of Martha Wash when we take this break in two and two. We'll be right back. listening to the progressive voices network streaming the best in progressive talk 24 7 keep the progressive conversation going on on facebook like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices on the progressive voices facebook page we update the stories that our hosts like tom hartman stephanie miller bill press and leslie marshall will be talking about during their shows and we share great news commentaries opinion pieces and videos from all over the progressive world always progressive always on be part of the progressive conversation like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Michelle Meow Show. Today is Sunday, so that means we will be hearing from B.B. Sweetbriar. Let's welcome It's Everything with B.B. Sweetbriar. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. We're down to our final quarter of this hour program. Um, If you just joined us, you're catching the last bit, but hey, you're catching something. This is It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar, and we are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And we are speaking with the legendary singer Martha Wash um, from Two Ton of Fun and the Weather Girls and, of course, her illustrious solo career. Um, And we're in this segment, our final segment of the interview, we're going to listen to a track that she actually did with the Weather Girls. However, when we listen to it now, we're going to have a little bit of help from Miss RuPaul on this particular track, but um, it plays just to kind of remind you from what she came from and where she has gone because it kind of takes us into the segment of her charity work that she has done over the years dedicated to fight against HIV and AIDS. She lost um, the person who helped start her career, Sylvester, that is, to um, the dreaded disease. So we talk a little bit about that, and we definitely talk about her gratitude that she has toward the LGBTQ community, which she says is her major fan base, and they've been with her the entire time over the 35 years that she has been performing for her. And then we listen to her current single um, that is out with a... a, a it's a trio. She's kind of in a little trio group that she's starting. I'm not going to tell you what the name it is because she's going to tell it for you. But the name of the song is Show Some Love. And then we'll be back with the end of our program. But until then, here is our final segment with Martha Wash. Now, you, 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 know, you, you have that voice that is extremely strong and, you know, you could be in Oakland and we could hear you in San Francisco. I mean, that's, you know, you've got that, that, that type of delivery, that strength. And have you, have you been approached to or considered doing, um, theatrical musical stage work? I did some theater. Oh, well over 10 years ago. Uh, I did a play mm-hmm. called, um, what was the name? Oh, love on layaway. That was the name of it. Uh, play. Mm. Our only problem was we were going out during the winter time, and he got stuck in a blizzard of 2003, an awful East Coast blizzard. And so we had to uh, 
canceled the show. So I was out there for a little while, but we, we did not finish the tour. We weren't able to do that. But I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. It was something that I wanted to try uh, to see if I liked it, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of kind of prove something to myself that I, that I could do it, you know. So, yeah, I, I went out for uh, auditions for Broadway shows and things like that. Yeah. And uh, I still do it. Yeah, I can. I yeah, can definitely I can see the benefit of having your voice on stage. You know, it's just um, it just meets all the criteria. Things that people look for in the theater, in musical theater. Like, like, oh my gosh, I would love to see you. And there are, you know, and I know that there just seems to be more and more money being put into. Um, um, in particular, you know, because there was a period of time that we weren't seeing black musicals anymore. Um, um, and now it just, right. there, there seems to be a little bit more um, interest in it again over the last five or six years. And, you know, every year something seems yeah. like one, one pops up here and there. And so maybe there's, you know, I definitely there's been lack of opportunity, I'm sure, um, in the past. But maybe, right. maybe coming forward, there'll be more opportunity um you know, for you to even, because you, you can't play something where there's not a role written, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> exactly, you know. exactly. This is RuPaul. And this is Martha Wash. We are reporting to you live. From our weather center. Baby, the stuffing got heavy. Honey, just when you thought it was safe to go back outside, bam, the, the sequel. sequel. Yeah. 
Well, you know, we, we know, unfortunately, that you, you know, you lost your close friend Sylvester to AIDS and you probably have lost many other people that um, were close to you um, over the years to that dreaded disease. And and you, you, you've you've done a lot in giving of your talent to benefit. Um, has that been something right. that, is that something that you have consciously decided that you want to continue to give back to as we continue to go on and continue to to. Um, I, I won't even say that we continue to fight so much against the disease as much as that we are continuing to provide the services needed with people who are continuing to live with the disease. Um, is that right. something that you constantly Absolutely. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, that is the thing. Uh, there are so many more people now who are surviving mm-hmm. and, and, and living and, and having a quality of life mm-hmm. that is much, much better than in the previous decade mm-hmm. with people who were diagnosed with HIV and AIDS. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you know the fight continues. I'm glad one day when you won't have to do this. Right. This will be, you, can, you know, check this out while we found a cure for this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, the fight continues on, the research, the research continues on, but there are more people now that are, are uh, uh, living and surviving mm-hmm. and thriving with, with the medications and, and, and things that are out there now. Right. So that, that's the good thing. That's the good thing about it. The bad thing about it is we still have to, we we still have to, to continue. Exactly, to exactly. Well, you've been such a great ally over the years and have definitely, um, you know, been a, a major presence in the LGBT community for the music that you've provided for us to to get down to. You know, you did it to the world, but I just know that the LGBT community definitely shows a lot of love for you. And, um, and I know you reciprocate that back. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, they, they, they've been right there over, oh, God, over, well over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they're the main um, fan base mm-hmm. that I have. So, oh, yeah. Well, well, we thank you, and but I really enjoy you taking a few minutes of your day and giving me a, a, an opportunity to talk to you, you know, about a little about your career and, you know, a lot about just the joy yeah. that you bring everyone. We really appreciate it. Well, let me tell you right quickly about what actually what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working with two other ladies, and we're it's kind of a group that we put together called First Ladies of Disco. Yeah, I've heard that single. And, I love it. Oh, you like the song? Oh, yes. I, so, who doesn't love yeah, that song? Yeah. Tired of the drama, 
tired of the games Don't wanna play a part in this It's driving me insane I'm only human And things go wrong They can try to break me But I will come back strong We can make it all right Baby in the sunlight Love can come easy Easy Leave your trouble behind Get what money can buy Love can come easy We are here Let's have a good time We are here We got Seems to be a reason for someone to be mad. They never show you good news, it's all bad on TV. They always trying to tell you nothing good comes free.
if you yeah, uh, Linda uh, Linda Clifford and um, Evelyn Champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Cool. Yeah, we're we're kind of promoting that now, and hopefully um, next year we'll go out on uh, on tour. That would be awesome. Because that'd give you an opportunity yeah. to kind of do like a little solo bit of all your works, and then together come together and do something. That would be awesome. Right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So we're looking forward to that too. Are you guys actually trying putting together more than just the one song that we hear? Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll be working on some stuff for next year. Great. This year's almost gone. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's good to know that that's not going to be a one a one time thing because you know I know other people have tried things like that before, and for some other reason, you know, it just doesn't. It does, there's no longevity into it, you know, so much. It's like, oh, they, we got together, did this, and then it's one project. And but this this sounds great that you guys are looking to go on further and to definitely tour. That's an that's that's an amazing right there. Yeah, we just got through doing a two night show in here in New York mm-hmm. at uh, a club called Joe's Pub. Oh yeah, no Joe's, no Joe's. Uh huh. It was fantastic. Oh, I bet, so, I bet. Yeah, well, so so sold out both nights. Well, I, could, I well, of course it, it would do that. That just is, and I like I said, I love that single. You guys sound so. It's all it's kind of amazing because the first time I heard it, I said, "Oh, now, okay, now, th- now you talk about being a teacher. That's what that song is doing. It's teaching all them young ones out there." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you. Okay, that's what I. That's what that song is doing is teaching all them young ones out there who think they're coming out. Now this is how you all do it, okay? And this is how you uh-huh. you maintain the longevity of you know, doing what we do. And I just love it. I love right. it. I love it. Good. And thank you so much, Mark. Okay. All right. Okay. okay have you a good rest of your now. day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I, I forgot to tell you that the last song that you heard um, in that interview was actually from Martha's last album as, as well. Um, uh, this is my time. And uh, that is the name of the album. So, again, that kind of put her in a different genre, more adult contemporary than just strictly house music there. So I hope you enjoyed the entire interview with Miss Wash, who is just a gracious lady. I, I got an opportunity to meet her when she was here for the benefit for Richmond, Richmond Airmit um, Foundation, Aid Foundation, and just simply a nice lady, you know, and uh, uh, so I, it gives me joy to always present to you someone that you definitely have heard of in the music, but you you know, I know she doesn't do a lot of interviews, she's not one like, you know, like Madonna or people like we've seen and heard of, you know, doing interviews, she's not one of those people that's just always in the spotlight, she kind of lets her music speak for her, but I was really happy that she spent some time with me and I was able to share that interview as well as the music that we all know and love from her. So um, I'm going to bid you to adieu today after such a wonderful program. And when we return back next week, of course, we're going to be down to our final time before we hit Christmas. So I hope you have a nice weekend. Shop, shop, shop. Have a nice week. And I will be back next week. This is BB Sweetbriar signing off from It's Everything. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us. For all of our programs, head to michellemeow.com. 